Welcome to How Now, the podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. And here's your host, Kim Martin Raymond. Peace and blessings, love and light. And welcome to this edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. And welcome to season three of our show. We are so excited that you are here with us. Make sure that you go to www.hownowpodcast.com and pick out your favorite podcast platform. And you can go on there, like, follow, subscribe, and share. And if you are more of a visual person, you can click on the banner at the bottom of the page and it will take you to the How Now YouTube channel where you can like, follow, subscribe, and share there as well. And you can also click that notification bell so that that way you know when our shows are airing weekly on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. So again, that's www.hownowpodcast.com. Let me tell you who I am. I am your host, Kim Martin Raymond. I am a minister, spiritual life coach, health and nutrition awareness coach, author, and founder of Redefining You LLC, where I help my clients to realign themselves, mind, body, and spirit. So let's get into today's show, which is entitled Trading Hats for a Crown. And as is customary with the How Now podcast, I'm going to have my guest to introduce herself at this time. Hi, thank you, Kim, for having me. I am just elated to be here. Um, I am Dr. Phyllis Hayes-Reams. I have worked in medicine for over 25 years. I I can't believe it. (laughs) And I'm also an ordained minister as well as a life coach. I call myself a 360 Um, intentional living life coach, because I believe that we have to look at our lives in 360 degrees, mind, body, and and spirit, as you said. Um, I am just happy to be here. Um, Many call me Dr. Phyllis, but I hope during our conversation that you'll just call me Phyllis and we just have a comfortable conversation. Absolutely. I am so glad that you are here. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule to be here and to join us and to talk about trading hats for a crown. And that title came from the fact that as women, we wear many hats. You know, we we are defined by the many roles that we play in the lives of those around us. You know, for some of us, we are a mom. Some of us, you know, we are you know, the, our little worker bees for our jobs, you know, we, we are wives, you know, we are aunties, we are grandmothers, we, we have so many different hats that we wear, you know, and sometimes we can get bogged down by Amen. And so, you know, I said, you know, sometimes we want to do, you know, it made me think of that old book. I'm in education. And if you're a mm-hmm. former educator, you know, that book that's called Hats for Sale. And yes. the guy who has, he's wearing all of these different hats on top of his head. And, and, you know, it reminds me of that, you know, or you think about that cat in the hat, you've got a huge hat on your head. It's like, oh yes. my goodness. And sometimes it can weigh us down, you know, but I think that the biggest hat that we have or the best hat that we have is a crown. Amen. Amen. Because we are royalty. We are royalty. So like I said, we want to talk about that. We, let's talk about that the whole concept of, you know, the many hats that we wear and how we need to work on, you know, 
trading those in for that crown. No, thank you. I mean, you said it so beautifully. Um, you know, and again, I'm so honored to be on your program. Mm -hmm. As you talk about the impact before and during and in the aftermath, because I don't know that when we'll be quote unquote over right. um, the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, I have to say that God has been trying to get my attention in the midst of all my hats for a while. Mm -hmm. You know, some of us, God can whisper to some of us. He can he can kind of. Um, speak more loudly. And some of us, he has to kind of really snatch us off that hamster wheel to get our attention. And I'm one of those. Okay. So, uh, you know, starting in about 2019, as I look back, God really was trying to get my attention about this whole um, concept of wearing the many hats that we wear. And I was in 2019, God had been so good you know, very active in my community, volunteering, been honored um, for my community service, um, was a department chair um, at work um, as a physician, you know, supervising physician and non-physician staff. I had seven divisions under me. Um, again, working in the community, president of, of local boards of directors, being a mom, being a wife, being a daughter, being a sister, being an aunt, you know, as you said, all the hats that we wear. And really, I have to say life was living me instead of me living my life mm. as I look back over. And 2020, life hit, right? COVID-19 hit. And it threw all of us for a tailspin. And being a department chair of physicians, Overnight, you know, he, I live in California. Mm -hmm. So COVID had um, impacted people outside of California. We were somewhat initially sheltered, right, from the direct impact. So we just heard it happening other places. So it hit in California. And so overnight, especially in medicine, we, we just suddenly start dealing with something that for many of us, we had never encountered before. Right. And not only were we dealing with the unknown for patient care, right? We're also dealing, how does that impact our family? Um, how does it, what risk are we putting our families at right. um, as taking care of patients? So I'm supervising, <laughs> you know, other physicians, other clinicians who are dealing with this and coming from a place myself, very exhausted already to begin with, right? And and in retrospect, burnout. And so needless to say, and then I have to say too, I, I was a parent of a high school senior. Oh, wow. So we were dealing with that and, you know, had a child in college as, you know, as well. So it was just a lot. It was a lot going on. And um, as I stated, God has a way of getting our attention. Yes, he does. Um, and he, he is going to have the last word as much as we may try to ignore him. That's right. And so through a course of events, um, he said, Phyllis, you need to get a grip system and you need to slow it down. Yes. So life came to a crossroads. 
in um, in the midst of all of that. And I will just say that um, I, I felt, I, was, I, I say that that period was like being the prodigal daughter period, yeah. you know, yeah. it's similar to the prodigal son when he right. just all of a sudden he's hearing the big sky going like, what am I doing here? You know, I've taken the blessings God has given me right. and I just, I've just run amok. I've just gotten away from, you know, right. away from right. him, you know, even though on the outside publicly, I looked like I was doing the thing, right? right? I was, yeah. I was making sure everybody got to where they needed to go. But that's where I came up with that whole description of when you get to a place where you, you know, your life is really living you. Yeah. And you're living reactively versus um, you living your life and being really present, you know, um, for your life. And um, so with that in mind, um, I finished that term of office in the midst of, of uh, the beginning of the pandemic right. and transitioned and really had to go look in the mirror because my body was tired, my mind was tired, my spirit was tired, mm. and God and I just had to have a heart-to-heart, -heart. and I had to go deep. I had to go really deep and get myself together, and in a nutshell, really look at my life yeah. and look at how I had gotten off you know, off the path. Right. And also, as I say, my plate was so full, right, of things I had put on my plate. That's right. You know, that I had to get back to what, what does, where did God need me to be? And also, you know, what has he created me for? And that medicine, which I, you know, I now am, um, my administrative responsibilities have decreased. And so I'm really focusing, I'm, a, I'm predominantly a home care physician okay. and I love it. And that's where my heart is. And to focus on that and realize that medicine is a part of ministry, right. but that is a means. That's not the end. Right. And I think that was the real pivot to realize that you know, our, our professions, right. While we, we hope to bring our best selves to our professions, but that is just one part of, of who we are That's right. and who God has created us to be. So he has always had put on my heart, a passion for women's ministry. He's always placed on my heart to use my voice for him. Um, and to, um, try to uplift and inspire. And those are the, the, the traits that I bring to my, 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 my job as a physician. Um, and um, I am so excited that he spoke to me, Kim. And he said, I want you to formalize your ministry. And so I uh, founded uh, the PEHR Ministries. So that's my LLC, my my umbrella company. Mm -hmm. Now from that, the Lord told me, I want you to be a life coach. I didn't pour all of these experiences right. in you right. for you just to keep, you know, not to, to you know, keep our, our, our testimony to ourselves. And so 
I created now, I founded the Lily Hat. Um, and the Lily Hat is, is really my opportunity to do women's ministry. Yeah. In terms of helping to uplift women, because when women work together, Kim, yeah. we can do wonderful things, but we also can tear each other down. Yes. And that, be it in the workplace, be it in our homes, be it in the community, and Lord, Lord, be it in the church. Yes. If, you know, we can tear each other down or build each other up. And so I want to help create um, more empowered women yes. who then go on and feel good about themselves, not to get rid of the hats, because there are some hats that we need to put on the shelf and leave them in. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but there are, are some hats that that God has put in our life yeah. that we need to continue to wear. Yeah. And so we want to learn, and I want to be that vehicle to help women learn how to take care of themselves, how to invest in themselves. Because another statement that I make is that martyrdom is overrated and underappreciated yes and for many of us you know i'm in my 50s i'm god is good i you know god has blessed me to make it to 58 and i think women in our 40s and older you know because of our upbringings our exposure i think you know we we have a very strong work ethic My. and we want to try to bring a hundred percent of ourselves to everything we do and if we fall a little short in one area then we think that that means that we're a failure at everything else right and we got to get out of that and we have to give ourselves permission that to take care of ourselves is not selfish but we have to get ourselves together yes you know we talk about pouring from the empty cup and but we have because god's created us we are a mother, we are, you know, um, a partner, significant other, spouse. We are daughters. Many of us are caring for parents or other loved ones or we're grandparents. We have to start with ourselves. Yeah. And so that the lily hat represents all the women um, that have poured into me. My mom passed in the midst of everything last year. So, um, that was a major, major, major life change. My father had passed in 2002. Um, yeah, you know, having that last parent that you can hang on to to be, you know, and my mom, I tell people that's my, that was my road. That was my ride or die. And so with her passing and being her caregiver and realizing that again, the power of women when, you know, all those conversations that she and I had, all the women that she created a community with and how they took care of each other. Wow. As my mom used to say, you know, with the way she was brought up, you know, back in Texas, they believed in, you know, you put one pot, the small pot and the big pot. So everyone worked together, you know? And so that's what the Lily hat um, really is based on because my mom was a lover of hats. Many of the women who poured into me wore hats. 
And so we as women, as you stated, wear a lot of hats. Mm -hmm. And as I love the way you stated that regardless of what hat that we're wearing at the moment, to realize ultimately when we take all those other hats off, we still have a crown because we are created in God's image. So that, that, that's my that's my story. That's the, as they say the Cliff Notes version. Yes. of my story. Yes, but it is a blessing. You know, when I think about that, and when when you talk about the 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 many hats and things like that, and I say I said we trade them for a crown because to me, in that crown are many jewels. Amen. And those jewels are representative of those Amen. hats that we are wearing. Like you said, yes. You know, if we're a, if we're a mom, we're always going to be a mom. Yes. You know, even, you know, I, and I have a child, everyone knows I have a child that is, is deceased and she, mm-hmm. she, she passed away 13 years ago, but I'm still a mom. I, I That's right. The daughter, she was still, I, she still made me a mom. Amen. Yes. And so, you know, there were things that I did while she was here, you know, to be a mom to her. You know, some of us, like you said, our spouses, there are so many things that we do that we still must continue to do. Amen. But, yes. you know, in doing all of those things, we're making sure that we're adjusting the crown that is on our head again, because we are royalty. Yes. We, have been, we have been, you know, birthed into this world for a reason and for a mm-hmm. purpose. And just like you said, you, you get to a point where there's that pivot mm-hmm. where, mm-hmm. where, where you have to sit down and fall for many of us. It was during that time of pandemic mm-hmm. because you know, you had the cliche, you know, stop the world. I want to get off. And yes. the world stopped. And we were like, uh-oh, mm-hmm. it really stopped. And I think a lot of us, like you said, had to look in the mirror and, and to start saying, okay, well, what are some things that I need to do? You know, I love yes. that you said, and I even wrote it down. I'm sitting here, you know, taking my little notes as I typically do. And, and just when you said life was living me, that is so critical because so many of us do just that we start living our life robotically yes you know we get up and it's just like you know get up ding go to the bathroom ding brush our teeth ding go have yes. breakfast, ding 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 our life is just full of checklists of things that we need to do and they and we become so robotic in it that yes our life begins to live us and we don't live it and like you That's said so we, true we lose that we lose that that ability to be present. And, you know, that's why my show is called How Now? How are we living in the now? What Mm -hmm. are we doing in this present time that we're in? Are we even cognizant of the things that are going on around us? Yes. It's so critical that we take the time to do that and to to see, okay, what are some things that I need to be doing differently? Amen. And and you're so right, Kim. And I think the other thing, as you mentioned, or you referred to is that I realized when my mother passed, especially, and I always tell people, now I understand, you know, um, I'm a hospice palliative care doctor. So that's what I do. I, you know, I go into the homes and, and um, when my mom passed, and it's nothing like when it's your own loved one, that's what I always tell people. Um, and it'll change you forever. It makes me just like when my father passed, that was actually the reason I, I added hospice palliative care to my geriatric medicine practice. And with my mom's passing and going through that, 
I realized just how she never stopped learning. She never stopped growing. And I don't want any regrets. Because we would, you know, it's not that it's not about being gloom and doom. Right. It's it's you know, many times, you know, we don't want to talk about that. And people talk about that dash, but we shouldn't approach it as a fearful thing. It should be, and what I'm saying that is none of us know when God's gonna call us on. That's right. So let's enjoy every day. Let's not have, have any regrets. And as you talked about. Let's live in the now. Yes. You know, what can we do today right. to make our lives the best we can make it? How can we love more? Right. How can we laugh more? Yeah. How can we stop and look around and take a deep breath and uh, just breathe in and out? That's right. It's just so important. It is. It is. And the one thing that you said, even in talking about starting the Lily Hat, you know, you said that it was representative of the women that poured into you. Yes. You know, and so we have yes. so much impact as individuals. And when we pour into ourselves, we can pour into others. But but what we're pouring into others is a combination of the things that, that yes. we were raised in, in the environments, in the atmosphere that we've been raised in. And then for some people, it was not always a positive experience, but when we started to turn things around and we began to, to examine our own lives and, and started, you know, taking steps to, to be better versions of ourselves, you know, we changed the flavor. Yes. We changed oh, yes. The flavor. Yes. We're pouring into others. Yes. Something that's so critical. We can change the taste. We can change that taste from bitter to sweet. Yes. You know, so it doesn't always be that we're pouring from a bitter cup or that we're pouring the negative things that we experience, but we're taking the sweetness of the things that that have changed within our lives and we're pouring that sweetness Mm. into others. It's so so beautiful the way you put that because I think about you know, over the years of working, and I know you can relate to this for your years that you've, you've worked in your profession, is that as women, we endure so much in our, in our workplaces. And as, as believers, yes. we also have to, you know, we, we have to deal with, okay, in our mind, well, how is it okay to show up? How is it, you know, should I talk about this? Should I talk about that? And it's beautiful when we can reach a point to be authentically ourselves, Mm. unapologetically, and to realize that God has our back. And that is a beautiful thing, as you said, when we can get out of our heads. I feel that you know, one of the other things that I talk with women about is this whole idea of imposter syndrome. Oh, yes. And I actually realize that it's a label, it's a, a situation that's put upon us mm. that we don't have to claim. Right. Because we do not have to come from a place of scarcity. That's right. 
you know, every situation is not for us. Every table, I had to learn because oh, yes. I was one of those who's like, well, I want to sit at this table. You know, I'm going to just stay at this table. Often it's not the table we need to sit at. You, you know, God has prepared another table yes. for us. And that's not to um, criticize anyone who's who are sitting at those professional tables. Right. Mm-hmm. But you will end up disappointed if you try to continually more for yourself. Cause I had learned that I have to be Phyllis. Right. Phyllis is a believer. Phyllis, Phyllis has a strong worth active. If other people can't resonate with that, well, oh well. Right. Because you'll never satisfy everyone's different definition. And so I I continually, you know, work with women about this whole imposter syndrome because I've been there, I've done that. And I've reached a point to realize that when we understand these workplaces and mm-hmm. we understand that everyone who shows up at work, they got their own issue. Right. So often it's not about us. It's about how we kind of fit into their story. And that's what I like to work with women about is, again, getting themselves so that they feel comfortable with themselves so that when they go into those workplaces, they're ready. They're ready. And they don't have to let that stuff get up on them and realize they have to fight with other women for this small piece of the pie. And I just think about how powerful, as you said, we can change the temperature. We can, we can change the flavor of everywhere we go. Yes. If a we're as individual women are comfortable where we're at and in our shoes, right. and then we can empower other women yes. and we come together and we say, we're not going to fight each other. Right. We're going to come together and we're going to change the flavor of this situation. Yes. Just think about what we can do. We can we can move mountains. <laughs> we can move mountains. I mean, it's, it's wonderful when when we can come to that space or come to that realization yes. that, that that you know we're we're coming together. We are such a powerful force. Yes, we we change economies. We change yes. the trajectory of of decision making and things that are going on things that that are political things that are social we have such an impact when we move together in those spaces when we when we come together collectively we're stronger as individuals but when we come together collectively it's amazing the things that we can accomplish so, so true. you know it it is it is a wonderful space to be in and now is the time to do it so let's talk a little bit about you know, in your practice, the type of women that come to you first and then, mm-hmm. and then, you know, what are the things that they're coming seeking? So several of the women that, that I have worked with, they're depleted. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I, you'll hear me make that statement, the hamster wheel. They're just so mm-hmm. caught in that reactivity or as we talked about my 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 little phrase of where life is living them yes and they know there's more but they're so stuck in that 
that that daily grind of you know um, uh, and seeking balance. I'm going to be honest. I I I don't think that there's balance. I think there's choices. I think there's choices and priorities um, that make the difference. Yeah. Um, and so we we work on that together. I really see myself as a thought partner. Um, I see myself as, hey, grab your coffee, grab your tea, and let's talk, you know, because um, again, it comes back to my my roots where a lot of women sitting around a table of hot coffee. Yes sitting around the table with tea and just problem solving. Yeah. Um, other thing women will come to me about is, again, they talk about they really want more. They're at a point in time in their life that they have goals. Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned, you know, since the pandemic, it's opened our eyes to so many things that we're, we want to, we want more meaning out of life. Yes. And so they're in their 40s, they're in their 50s, they're in their 60s. And I have some women who come to me in their 70s and older who they want to continue to feel creative. They want to feel like they're they're making a difference. And so they need someone to come alongside of them and, and inspire them to aspire to go. Maybe they've had a, a dream to do something, to write that book or Maybe maybe they just they need to um, define their wellness goals. Yeah. Um, carving out that time for their workouts, carving out time for that that prayer time, yeah. uh, carving out that personal development to get their mindset together. And because they are transforming, yes. maybe their their usual supportive circles yes. are just not quite understanding. Right. Um, what that process is. I have women coming to me that are grieving mm -hmm. and grie and the whole idea of grief mm -hmm. is not just about bereavement. Bereavement in terms of a loss of a loved one is very real. Yeah. And I've counseled and I've coached women on that because I've lived through that. I, mm -hmm. you know, um, in many different uh, parts of my life. But it's also about grieving. It could be grieving something that happened at work. Right. It can be grieving other type of relationships. And I think as we, we, I don't necessarily like the word midlife, but I'll just say that, you know, sometimes they say women of a certain age, but I think right. women as we are in our 40s and our 50s and, and 60s and above, it is at a very appropriate time for life reflection. Yeah. And to try to, start making sense of maybe some of the decisions that we've made to this point right. and for us to be able to now move forward and, and start looking at different things in life. Wow. You have to go back. Yeah, You have to go back and look at some things um, of that have set our, you know, our journey to this point. And we, and some of it is, some of the choices that we made are, are breaking something. Oh, yeah. And so to have a confidential person and place that we can connect yeah. and review that um, is powerful so that you can move forward. Yeah. And then you can also understand why certain people in certain situations trigger us in the ways that they do right. is because we got to go back. Right. And so... It's powerful because what they've appreciated again is having a confidential person. Yes. 
outside of their usual, yeah. right, um, community um, to talk to. Right. And also to have a community yeah. of other like-minded who are going through the same search for transformation and review and and more uh-huh. of life to come together. So that's what the Lily Hat offers. Yeah. And I'm just excited. I've, I've seen the benefits already at work and I'm just, oh, I'm just, I, I'm just overflowing with um, the anticipation and excitement of what God is going to continue to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love that. I love that you say that you are a thought partner, you mm-hmm. know? Like I said, because we do, we have things in, in in our minds that we may be seeking to do and we may be apprehensive about it. And so it is good to have someone to bounce those ideas off of and to talk, you know, yes. but that's something that's beautiful. And just like we say, they say what experience is the best teacher. Yes. You know, it, we, we do have to reach back and look at some of the things that have happened in our lives that are going to help us to move forward. And hopefully that are going to, you know, when we see ourselves going down a similar path, we can say, wait a minute now, I think I've been here before. Wait a minute, this doesn't look too good. Let me turn around and go back the other way and try to see if I can do something different. You know, yes. and you say that, you know, it's not about balance because sometimes it's not a black or white. Sometimes it's not a this or that. Exactly. You know, I, I I uh tend to say to 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 my clients and to other people, you know, it's about harmony. How yes. do we make all of this work together harmoniously? How do we, you know, take work and life and relationships and things like that? And how do we make them harmonious so that that way we're creating a peaceful existence for ourselves? Yeah. We're learning how we can cope in that environment. That is the key, Kim. Peace, you cannot put a dollar sign on. Okay. And, um, you know, with the lily hat, one of the the things that the lily came from, the hats we've talked about, the lily, um, what got me started on that, I actually have always loved calla lilies, but Mm. what really got me on the lilies is when my mom passed. And we received, as is common, to get those peace lilies. Yes. And I, as I, I tell people, I'm not known to have the greenest thumb. Okay. Ooh. You know, I'll start out good, but then I move to something else. And so I've, I've, I've killed my share plants or, yeah. you know, by omission, yes. we'll say, just by not taking yeah. care of them. Yeah. And I was determined, and I think it it was symbolic because I I wanted to make sure, as much as I can, to carry on a part of my mom, right? That that whole experience. So there were several plants, green plants we received, and I was determined. Right. I said, I am going to dedicate myself yes. to caring for these plants, yes. and. So I have this running joke. My family and friends laugh at me. I research. If I don't know something, I research. So I bought a book that's called How Not to Kill Your House Plants. Okay. And I started reading on the plants that we received. And what struck me is peace lily. I had four of them. And they are, you have to, you you know, and, and those of you out there, you just hit me up if, and I can get a little bit more information on that. But they're very um, 
they're resilient, but they're also very fragile. Yeah. And so they require, you have to keep your eye on them. Even if you're not actively doing something with them, right? you have to keep your eye out on them. And there's a point at which when they start wilting, you, you put them in lukewarm water because you can't just do it, Kim, by watering the top. Right. You got to get to the roots, okay? Roots. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And so that hit me that... That isn't that what about us, right. our peace. You got to get to the roots, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, by doing that, um, now there are some sources you got to let go. So two of those plants, I just had to let them go. They weren't thriving. I had to let them go. And that's the way it is in life, right? Sometimes yeah. we got to let some stuff go. As much as we yeah. try to invest in it, you got to let it go but two of them still are alive Yeah. from July of last year to uh, July of, well, I can't say last year anymore. I keep saying last year, my mom passed in 2021. And so those plants I've had yeah. since 2021 and here now, January, 2023. Yes. I have about six plants, two of which are peace lilies and they're still thriving. Yes. And so we have to take care of our peace. We have to be protective of our peace. Our peace. Ooh, okay. Yeah, you have said a mouthful. Let me go back. Let me go back because like I said, it's real about that peace lily because I still have the peace lily that I was giving when my daughter passed away 13 See? years ago. And just Oh, like, now you doing I, it. 13 years, okay? And just like I tell, I tell people I was like I got a brown thumb. I don't have a green thumb either. I am horrible. I will kill everything. Everything. I still had that piece of that piece literally started in my office. Then I bought it home and it is home and it is still thriving. And every, mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. certain, at certain points of the year, next year you go downstairs and you'll see a little lily. Yes. And it's beautiful. Then they'll drop off. And then, you know, the, the greenery is there and it is just amazing. Like you said, the resilience. And so I love the, the uh, association with the peace of lily because it is, it is about protecting our peace and that yes. said, talking to the roots of our peace. And I almost, I almost got up and did a praise run, honey. I know, I know, as I was saying that, I said, now Lord, that's I'm a word right there. <laughs> and I, 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 Preached that word um, yes. uh, back yes. in 2021. I said, but now yes. I think the Lord is massaging that word. So it even almost yes. sounds a little sweeter today in 2023 yes. than back then. But yes, yes our peace, and that really is the core of the lily hat, Yeah, is um, peace in the midst of wearing all the hats that we That's wear. Right. That's it. And so, I mean, you know, so so just to recap, because I, just, I, I definitely want people that, now I'm all about the takeaways. You know, yes. get takeaway, and there have just been so many beautiful, yummy nuggets that we've talked about in this conversation, and I love that. I love it. I love it because it is. It is about protecting our peace. It's about coming to the realization that there are too many things sometimes on our plate, and a lot of those things are self-induced. You know, yes. about when you go and 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 you know, especially the holidays just passed, and and you know, you go and you look on that table. And what do we always do? We tend to put a little bit too much on there because we're so excited about everything that we see. We want yes. everything. And instead of just taking yes. a little bit so we can get a little taste of everything, sometimes we go a little heavy with the spoon or a little- Because we can do it. And right. we don't realize everything we right. can do doesn't mean we need to do it. That's right. 
and then we do it. And like I said, it's self-inflicted. Yes. You know, when we were when we were children, you know, and people would make plates for us, that was different. We could say, oh, they put a little bit too much and they put a little, a little. But when we get to that place where we can make our own plate and we're sitting there and sometimes we overindulge, then we're like, uh oh, you know, and not everything that we put on that plate or on our quote unquote personal plate is something that we can throw away. That's right. That's right. We can't always just scrape it off and put it in the in the trash, or we can't always disregard some of those things because we put it on that. We have to be careful and mindful of the things that we're putting on that plate, so that that way we're not in a place of overwhelm, or that we don't right. drag ourselves down into a place of depression because now we're overwhelmed with all the the responsibilities that we have. And so, so true. In, in adjusting that crown and 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 taking care of self we can be a little better about those hats and those wonderful jewels like that, that we're talking about that can be in that crown. So that that can be the best versions of ourselves so that that way, like I said, when we're pouring into others, we're pouring in that sweetness Mm. and we're removing some of that bitter. And if there's a little bitter in there, that, that the things and the experiences that we've had, we can now go and say, okay, I need to substitute a little bit of that bitterness with what I've learned. Amen. Stir it and make it sweet. And now I can continue to pour. Amen. That's a, that's a good word too. Okay. (laughs) It's amazing. You know, like I said, when we, when we come together collectively and, and we begin to, to talk through our experiences and talk about these things, look at how we grow, look at how we can expand and how and how we can change the trajectory of things that are happening in our lives just by having that conversation, you know. And that's and that's again that's what this platform that's what how now is all about. It's about creating platforms for us to learn new things and to get our our, our you know to whet our appetites to say, oh yes, wow, I didn't know about that. I didn't think about that, and now that I know better. I'm going to do a little bit. That's right. That's right. I'm going to, you know, like you said, with your mom, you know, in honor of her and, 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 you know, and, and me as an, as an, a former educator, Yes. It, you know, it's just, you never stop learning. That's right. You never stop learning. They say you learn from your womb to your tomb. That's right. There's always something, you know, you hear on social media. I was today years old when I heard about this. I was today years old. There are mm-hmm. so many things that we're learning. And, and if we're not open and susceptible to, to receiving those things, then we're missing out on the essence. Missing out. Things. So true. You know? So, so that's something, like I said, this, this has just been, it's been so key and critical, you know, and especially starting out this new year, you know, making sure that we're, we're taking time to, to sit down and evaluate some of the things that we're doing, you know, and that, that, that's uh, one of the first steps the, one of the, one of the first steps is acknowledgement. We have yes. to acknowledge yes. that something is is wrong or that yes. something is not where we want it to be. Because when you acknowledge, then you're opening your mind or you're opening yourself to receive and ask for help. So you know? true. You know, I think once That's you the right, big once step. You, right. Once you once you come to that realization, then you can begin to articulate what it is that you need. And, you know, some people just say, you know, I need help. Well, what kind of help, you know, as, as, as ministers, you know, how can I pray for you? 
Mm-hmm. Tell me how I can pray for you so that, you know, my prayer can be a general prayer, but sometimes you want to be specific about the prayer that we're praying for someone. And we can't no, so that. true. We can't do that if we can't articulate what it is. You know, it's so true. It just made me think about too, that when I was going through my own journey, now here I am, I'm an ordained minister, you know, God had to, you know, spoke to me. Mm-hmm. And it's not about being a minister, not being a minister, because we all as believers are called Amen. to ministry. Amen. Okay. Amen. Um, was when God said, Phils, what if there's something else? Right. And th- this is when you really are going to exercise your faith in me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because there's a time, and that's what you're talking about when you talk, talk about acknowledge, yeah. is that fear often keeps us where we're at because it's we keep ourselves if it's you know whatever that situation is for us are even though we're we don't like it but it's our comfort zone because it's familiar but when you think about that more right what more is there that's the scary part and but in that more is the sweetness, right? And and that gap between the comfort zone and the more is pain. And that's when it really comes down to, are we going to believe that God will give us everything we need? And that may be through also getting, you know, Kim to be my coach or Phyllis to be my coach, to be my thought partner. We're here to to help each other. And and so we don't have to suffer by ourselves. You know, there's others out there that can come aside, you know, beside us. That's right. And walk with us. And help us and walk with us. Yes. 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 I absolutely love that. Like I said, we can go on for days. Yes. Yes. Look, we like I said, we just we just warming up. <laughs> I, I, I know. I keep saying, fellas, okay. But I'm like, this, this is so good. And, and, I mean, and, and, but these are the kinds of conversations that we need to be having. These are the the types of platforms that we need to be creating so that, that way no one suffers in silence. We hear so yes. much about suicide and, and depression and things that are yes. happening in our in and around our communities. And if we can't get to a place where 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 we're acknowledging things that are going on with us. Then we're not going to get the help and the assistance yes. that we need. We're not yes. going to be able to reach out. We can only do certain things in and of our own ability. And then there are going to be those times where we have to swallow that quote unquote pride and say, oh, "Yes, you know, this is not about me. It's about about." trying to to strengthen myself so that that way I can reach back and assist others. Because like you said, as yes. brothers and sisters in Christ, we want to be able to reach back and to help. It is our ministry to, to be able to assist and walk with and to be our brother's keeper and to, to assist where and when we can. And so with that being said, please let people know how they can get in contact with you if they are interested in learning more about the lily hat and or if they live in the california area and may seek to to uh you know uh, acquire your services if you do them online and or if you do them face to face let them know how they can get in contact with you thank you so um i do both um predominantly right now is virtual because i want to be be able to help as many people as I can, but I'm also available for those that 
are in the Southern California area um, in person um, and also open to travel. Uh, I would say just please reach out to me. I would love to to take a coffee, a virtual coffee or tea yeah. with anyone interested. Um, I'm at the Lily Hat, um, at T-H-E-L-I-L-Y Hat. Um, on all major social media platforms. You can also reach out to me through LinkedIn um, at Dr. Phyllis Hayes Reams, one word through LinkedIn. And I would look forward to um, said doing a little virtual coffee tea chat with you. Um, and let's let's do this thing in 2023. Absolutely. And I now, thank you, have, you, Kim, so much. My pleasure. My pleasure. You have a website too. Is it the, the website? I is have a website. Um, yeah. And it is, we are rebranding for 2023. Okay. So be on the lookout. But it is the lilyhat.com. Okay. Very good. So they can reach you on all social medias at lilyhat. Uh-huh, at the Lily Hat. At the Lily Hat. Yes, we'll make sure we get that the in there. At the <laughs> Lily Hat. Make sure that's and then on LinkedIn at Dr. Phyllis Hayes Reams. And, yes. and they can reach you there as well. Okay, yes. very good. So they have ways in which they can get in contact with you. And I would make love sure it. that. Yes, and we'll make sure that that will be in the description for the show when it airs. That, that way you guys can can connect with her and like I said, have that virtual coffee, you know, it's just going to be, uh, you know, a wonderful experience for you. Okay. Now, one other question that I always ask my guests yes. before, before we go is how are you living in the now? What is it that you do that helps you to navigate in this space that we're in? Taking care of myself and I am a parent of adult children, so that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> um, but I, I, I am a morning person. Mm -hmm. So I start my morning uh, with my workout mm -hmm. and I have to keep it moving. So I try to make sure I move my, my body, that I move my mind by doing some personal development, um, taking a moment before I even start to thank the Lord for another day. Yes. That's the first thing I do. So move the body, move the mind, move the spirit. So I try to move in all those three directions um, and, and get it together um, early in the morning so that I can take the Lord out to my day yes. and equip myself. Yes. And I really have, um, as we were talking earlier, stop worrying about trying to be a balance yeah. more than be in the moment yeah. and not be so caught up in immaterial things. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, I'm, I'm not one of those. I do clean, but I'm not one of those who's that every dust, thing, dust ball has to be wiped because it's about relationships. That's yeah. what's going to last. And being present. So, you know, I try to be available to my family, available at work. I just, I'm in that moment. And I think that's the key thing because I know how it is to be one place and your mind's already thinking about the next that's place. Right. That's where I was before. That's but right. now I'm in this situation, whatever it is, if my kids ask a question, I stop in that moment. Yeah. When I'm at work, 
I tell my patients, my team members, I'm with you in this moment. Right. I'm here with you in this moment. And then we'll get to the next place and I'll be in that moment. Mm-hmm. So it's really given me my peace. And I think as we talked before, I use my peace mm-hmm. as my reference point. Yeah. So those things that bring me peace doesn't mean that life is always going to be easy. Yes, I have my snacks, but I have a choice though. There's some things you can't take off your plate. Right. But I do exercise my power in those things that I can. So, so in those, those, I'm going to be honest, those people, those situations, sometimes the best answer is no. And sometimes it's, yeah, I could do that. I have the ability to do that. But you know what? I'm all, you know, why don't you call so-and-so over there? I think that would be a blessing for them. I don't have to do everything. Let me let me allow someone else to have that opportunity and let that bless them. And then Phyllis can stay where God needs her to be. So that's what I do to take care of myself. Yes, yes. And then, like I said, honey, you dropped some nuggets in there. Yeah, I always ask, you know, uh, my guests, you know, any parting words, but you, you said a mouthful right there. You just like you told them, it's all about making sure that, you know, say no when you need to say no. You know, and pass it on to someone else if it's possible, you know, and make sure that you're being present in that moment, yes, right in that moment. So that that way you're not missing out on that experience. That may be a little bit of that seasoning that you need to flavor that sweetness. That's right. Something else, you know? So, so it's definitely, it's definitely something that is needed. But like I said, thank you so much for being with us and very well because my honor your business the 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 lily hat and for talking about how we can you know adjust those hats and you know make sure that that crown is there first get it that's right adjust your crown crown, said that way you know all the things that you need to do are able to manifest in a way that is godly that that starts with him that starts with him and know that as a, as a, you know, you're a part of the how now family now and anything welcome back <laughs> anytime. I always tell my guests, you know, it's not the last time that you, that, that you will be on this show. There are so many things that are happening. This is what's happening right now. We don't know what's going to happen around the corner. We don't know what's going to happen in the, right. hour, in the next day or so in the next weeks or months to come, but you're always welcome to come back and to share and, Thank to you. and encourage we, we are, you know, always have an open door and you're always welcome back. So again, thank you so much. Thank for you. With us. We appreciate it. Okay. And that will do it for this edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. And until I see you all the next time, I say peace. 